0: Using marijuana before the age of 25 could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website.
2: Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy.
1: Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock,
0: awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore Secrets of the Universe with show host Sherry Sage Zimmerman. Navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. Hi,
2: everyone. I want to thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, It's been a few weeks since I've had a show. I've been a a little busy with family matters. Uh, But I'm so glad to be back and to be uh, introducing more interesting guests that I just find as I go through this world, this life, that there's just so many really, really great people out there doing a lot of great work. So I really, really am excited again to bring another uh, interesting guest. Um, His name is Victor Peruda. And he does a lot of connection work in the realm of spiritual, um, having to do with uh, what we call readings. So, and of course, everyone knows that that's kind of where one of my favorite spots is, is a lot of psychic mediums and people that are doing this kind of work in the world and the healers that we, that we go to when we are just needing more confirmation about what's happening in our lives. And I recently had a reading with Victor Um And it was just amazing, which I am going to share some of that once we get speaking with Victor. Um, He also is a paranormal investigator. So he is really involved in a lot of different of those areas that um, I find very interesting since I've experienced um, quite a few things in that area. Um, having to do with the paranormal. So I'm really, again, excited to bring him on. So welcome, Victor Peruda to our show, Secrets of the Universe.
1: Thank you for having me, uh, Sherry. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, and, and Victor, you know, again, one of the reasons I do have readings by a lot of my guests that come on because it really allows me to share what I really feel that I was able to get out of the reading and, and I'm, I'm able to better describe to my listeners. So I want to thank you um, that we did that reading this past week, so I'm able to do that. But before I get into the amazing reading that I received, I would like for you just to share with everyone about your your work, and how you've begun in this field, and where it's led you to, and all that good stuff.
1: Oh my goodness, sure. I've been a, a professional psychic uh, for, uh, my goodness, uh, 30 years. So uh, it's been a, quite a long time. It's been an incredible spiritual journey, just the fact that you're doing this work. You tend to learn so much about people and, and so much about life and spirituality and, and what's important. And it never gets tiring because you're always seeing something you've never seen before or uh, experiencing something you've never run into before. Uh, it, it, spirituality is endlessly fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. to, and it's been what's provided me with the answers that I needed to make sense uh, out of my life. Uh, it, uh, metaphysics, the study of spirituality has given me a worldview that really makes sense. Where, whereas a lot of the things that I learned in school or from my parents or in church
2: Mm-hmm. Didn't
1: really makes sense to me, you know. It, it 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 kind of left me a bit of uh, vapid or a bit empty. And um, our society, bec- possibly because we do separate ch- a church and state, we focus on uh, separating those two. I think it can lead to some emotional and psychological issues for people when they their lives are missing that spiritual connection. Because it's through that spiritual connection that we do gain meaning. And humans tend to do better when they have a sense of meaning in their lives or meaningfulness mm-hmm. rather than a sense of meaninglessness, which, which could, can create a lot of uh, depression and other issues. So uh us talk about spirituality, I don't talk about religion, even though a lot of people can get a uh, connection via religion. Uh, but uh, for me my my spiritual life is um, uh, beyond religion. It, it encompasses the beliefs of many different religions, eastern and western. and uh, I think the study of reincarnation and karma has really helped me understand my life uh, very profoundly. and I also believe in the value of peak experiences, you know spiritually transformative experiences or Transpersonal experiences where you yeah. have aha moments where the yes. comes on, yes. and all yes. of a sudden everything makes sense.
2: Oh no! I'm sorry. I somehow just clicked out. There we go. I'm sorry. I was trying to open up the comments on my side, and somehow I clicked right out. <laughs> so go ahead. I apologize for that interruption.
1: <laughs> oh, it's no problem at all. So, uh so uh, I think. Even if people say they don't have a spiritual or religious belief, like people who say they're atheists, Mm
2: -hmm. they still
1: have a belief system. I mean, I don't think you can live without some kind of a belief system. And I personally believe that people experience the religion or spiritual system that works best for them. And if atheism is your spiritual path, so to speak. Right. Right, I think that there's a reason for that and, yes. uh, and, and part of the reason for that is probably within the realm of responsibility, you know, being responsible for your life instead of blaming God or something else. you you, it comes back down to you. And I think that there's value in that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And a lot of things I, that you've just said in the last few minutes, I wanted to touch on and, um, one of those is right. I do feel, too, as a child, I felt like even though I, I loved what I understood of the belief system I grew up with, I did feel always that it was limited. And I think that's what it is that maybe we're trying to touch on is that, you know, there there is something sometimes a lot more than what we realize as young being young, even, even young at, you know, uh, teenage twenties, you know? Um, So yeah, I wanted to touch on that. That was something that I, I felt very strong as well. And me too. The one thing I love about how you and I both connect on, I just, I just don't care to be affiliated with any particular type of religion because I too feel It's much bigger than that. It's just much broader. And I'm okay with having those kind of belief systems. But I've always felt like if I claim myself to be any of them, whether it be Buddha or Catholic or Wiccan, any of them, I feel immediately it has separated me from others. So, um, so I believe in all of them and I I believe in none of them. Um, I call myself actually an imaginist after John Lennon's song, Imagine. Mm -hmm. And, but the, but the meaning of that is, that I don't believe in the word imagine either because then it would just be another belief system and I don't want that. So um, I really, really uh, love some of the things that you're sharing. Um, I do think it's really important that people understand. I think people that do this kind of work, I think we really come to a point where we start just seeing more and understanding more. And that's what we hope to bring to our clients. So can you share more too about, Maybe when you started, of how you got into this work?
1: Absolutely. Uh, but before I do that, Sherry, oh. I'd like to talk about your word imagine because I love that word as well. Oh! <laughs> Obviously, what we get in that word imagine is image. Yes. Uh, I always think of imagination as having at least two different sides. It's we can imagine things as in fantasize or fabricate or imagine a story or imagine something by creating it in our minds. Right. But imagination is also the sense through which I receive. Pictures and impressions from spirit. So it's a language that spirit uses to communicate with us. So um, I get uh, work with images a lot, and that's how, being a clairvoyant, uh, that that phrase of pictures worth a thousand words. Yeah, spirit provides you with an image, and you look at that image. It is you can get a lot of meaning out of it. It is worth a, at least a thousand words because. Yeah. It's a very concise language. Yeah. And it can be communicated. It's it's how spirit communicates with me. And it's how a lot of psychics receive their, their information.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because I never thought of it in that way. But you're right. I just, I, I have always, the word imagine is for me very deeply connected to John Lennon. And I know I've had another lifetime somewhere in the back there. But, uh, yeah, I just uh, love that you shared that because that is important. I do agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a great concept. It's a great mm-hmm it's a thing that we have it's it's a tool in the toolkit the imagination mm-hmm. help us you know through creative visualization we could change our lives we could sure. things it's it's really a very powerful tool uh but you know i started out uh sherry when i was a little kid uh you know mom would, I would take me to the grocery store with her and it was just very natural for me to pick up the palmistry booklets and astrology booklets even when i was Five or six or seven years old, and they a quarter. And and I'd ask mom to buy them for me, and she did. <laughs> Numerology and palmistry and handwriting analysis and and, and all of those uh, divina, divination systems from an early age, and they started. It was to me, um, I, I I made several important decisions throughout my life. One would be. Why can't I just know? Why do I have to painstakingly and laboriously learn things? Why can't I direct? direct, You know, so, so, uh, you
2: and I I would be in a lot of trouble because I'm the same way. I'm like, oh my god, I want to know so much, like, you know, yes, oh my gosh.
1: So, uh, I, I realized you can get a lot of information psychically by by experimenting and developing your intuition and psychic abilities through practicing a divination system, such as astrology or handwriting analysis or numerology or tarot tarot cards. There are a million of them. As a matter of fact, there's probably a list of hundreds or thousands of divination systems, Uh is cloud gazing, you know, where you just stare at the clouds. And it's not that the clouds are providing you with the information, but when you're in a relaxed state of mind, your third eye opens up and you're able to see into the nature of things. And for me, it's always simply been wanting to know something. So, you yeah. know, you that desire to know uh, uh, an answer. And then you just watch and wait for that answer to pop in. And that will happen in a conversation. For example, you might be having a conversation with somebody, and you don't want to ask them how old they are because that might be considered a rude question. Uh-huh. If you think the question inside, they're going to reveal their age through the conversation. Uh-huh. The, the question's out there telepathically, and we all telepathically there was another time where a friend introduced me to his new friend and i didn't want to ask his zodiac sign even though at the time i was quite curious about astrology and still am i think it's a fascinating uh science Mm -hmm. and so i didn't uh verbalize the question but i was looking up at the sky we were just kind of lying by the pool And two birds were flying overhead and they made the Gemini symbol in midair. Wow. Wow. I worded out Gemini, are you a Gemini? And he says, yes, how'd you know? (laughs) The birdie told me, the birdies told me. It was just your third eye told you. So, you know, really, if you want to know something, I find that the universe is very generous with information Mm -hmm. and providing it out there. And you could use that basic uh principle uh to find lost objects or to get uh, information that y- y- you know you don't have to figure out how you know, the universe will provide the means uh, set up a chain of events in order for something you want or need either to have or to know to actually come to pass and it's all by putting it out telepathically it's yes. like your, your yes. thoughts Put out a beam into the universe, and the universe reacts and responds. And it you, kind
2: of, it kind of meets up with it. It kind of, uh, I forget what the word. It kind of, um, uh, when when that thought and that energy from spirit kind of are on the same wavelength as when it. Kind oh of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and it's so, funny so too. The, you know, the
1: universe knows what we need. It really. Right. Does.
2: Right. And it's funny because a lot of people think think sometimes like it's some big secret, like we're we're, like we're not allowed to know things or we're not supposed to know things. And it's really quite the opposite. You know, spirits, very like you said, generous. They don't mind having you have knowledge. They don't mind. And there was something else you said earlier where you said, you know, you've always just wanted to know and no answers. And I have, too. But, you know, I think it's more for me and maybe for you and other people. I think I do that because I already know down deep in my soul, like I believe all of us do that. We've already know, you know, a lot of all of this and we've had it from other lifetimes and now we're back into another lifetime. So I think it's the actual, just wanting to reestablish ourselves with the knowledge that we already know.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm
2: saying? Oh, I do. I
1: I think we, um, do remember things from past lives, but we don't know it's in there. We don't know it's already in there. But when we hear something and it resonates as truth, mm-hmm. you know, I think people have the capacity to feel that sense of truth, that resonance. It resonates with me. And, you know, when I do a reading for somebody, uh, it's um, uh, it's really not about me. I just try to get out of the way. And let's allow spirit to do the reading
2: mm-hmm. and
1: basically a facilitator or, um, you know, like a telephone line yeah. spirit and my client. So, you know, I, it's not an ego thing. I mean, if it's an ego thing, you're, you're not going to be a good reader. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's not about you. It's about spirit and it's about, uh, getting access to, Uh, the information that spirit has for us a lot of times it's difficult for people to uh, read themselves because they might be emotionally attached to a certain outcome Uh, and so they'll go to somebody else because it's more objective even a psychic you know like me Uh, I will get a reading from someone else if uh, I'm I'm dealing with something that's too close to home. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. uh,
1: Objectively, because I'm invested in an outcome.
2: And not just that, I find a lot of people I feel myself, too, when I was raising children and my life was very busy and hectic. Unfortunately, unless you really are someone that's very grounded in routine of meditation or being in nature or, you know, I was always so much more busier, meaning in my mind as well as my body, raising children and moving a lot due to divorce and all kinds of issues, health issues. So I found I find most people like myself actually go to people because maybe there's too much distractions going on.
1: Yeah, there is that nature to life where especially in America, uh, you know, we're a doing culture.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: We're not a being culture. You know, yes. when you other countries like India or maybe even Mexico or other countries, they they just are, you know. Mm-hmm. They they are. They they be. We do, and we tend to do too much. We tend to be too busy.
2: Definitely.
1: And it's almost like a mania out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It might come from the Puritan work ethic, but it keeps us on the hamster wheel. And it's so important to give yourself, uh, uh time off that hamster wheel so that you can simply be and come back into a sense of harmony, a uh, natural mm-hmm. harmony with all that is, uh, we're living in our minds. And, and, of course, these days with technology, most of us spend hours every day in front of a screen, in front wow. of our laptop or our phone. And so we're living almost virtually. We're having virtual lives. And, and we have to step away from that and get reconnected to natural living because we're part of nature. Nature is in us. We are in nature and uh, that's where we belong. That's where we came from. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, uh, I, I really wish if I were king of the universe, I would revise the entire educational system
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that people learned things like character, you know, um, not in a religious way, yeah. right? But how to treat one another, how to, how to live harm, in harmony with one another. And those are things that we aren't we're supposed to be taught by our parents, but, you know, sometimes they don't know how to teach us. And uh, it's we don't learn a lot of things that we really need to know in our lives during our educational. Yeah,
2: I, I think what you're touching to on spell. and I've heard I've heard this over and over again throughout the years. I'm sure you have, too. And I, I know exactly you know what you're commenting, because I almost feel like some of the valuable things are about learning about how we affect other people without even saying words, which is through our thoughts or our, our body language, you know, meaning, you know, this interconnection we have telepathically, as you mentioned before, has certain energy that that does things. And, and some people really don't understand how that works. I didn't understand it growing up. That's, that's think, one. Of, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think. All of this can be taught outside of a religious context.
2: Sure, sure. You know, and
1: and uh, and and uh, therefore, I think it would help people. I I think uh, part of coming to a reader. I remember the first time I went to a reader, Sherry. It's so funny. Um, I was not always psychic. You know, I, I uh, it kind of came on for me in a big way. Mm-hmm. Uh, late 20s early 30s and I I started uh, my professional psychic career uh, at the age of 32 I believe Uh, but uh, before that I was afraid of psychics because I thought they would read my mind and just see my dirty thoughts that (laughs) see that we all have.
2: (laughs) All the crazy ideas you might have.
1: (laughs) I know and and it's not like that I mean it's uh, when people go to see a good psychic and unfortunately there are psychics out there that really should not be doing mm-hmm. something crazy. Yeah, like,
2: like anything else, like not yeah. so good doctors, not so good hairdressers. Oh, yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. Yeah.
1: But the thing about coming to a psychic is uh, they probably don't know you. They don't have an agenda for you as a parent or family member or spouse or child might. So mm-hmm. they, they may never talk to you again, but they're giving you an outside look mm-hmm. at you. Energy And it's going to give you something to think about. And a lot of times people end up hearing a lot of really wonderful things about themselves that they didn't really realize where, where they had. Yeah. And, and um, so it can be uh, quite uh, mind opening uh, for people. And we we need hope in this world. I mean, uh, our world is a bit. Um, well, life is hard, isn't it? It, it can be very hard.
2: Well, it's always it's always, you know, the world, as we all know, um, you know, it it goes through its own transition. So, you know, there's always the world taking us or us being in the world, changing things over time that we have these shifts that occur. So, yeah, for me, my world has always been changing due to my choice of this lifetime. But, you know, something else you said earlier, I want to touch on real quick, because I think it's really interesting when you're talking about the technology that we now have that we didn't have when we were growing up. And what I find interesting, again, is, you know, when we didn't have cell phones, you know, Victor, what we all did naturally, and we still do this, but this is where it's kind of interesting. Like if I would break down, which many times when I had old used cars, cars when my kids were young and i break down for whatever reason, and, and I'm not talking about cars that are passing by me, but it would almost be like that, that, Like you said, that that thought goes out in the universe or that, you know, goes out there. And somebody would, out of the blue, like, literally come to me or come my way. So, you know, that's that's what's really kind of cool. Before all this technology came out, you know, we were always using that kind of little messages we'd send out yes. to the universe, right? I,
1: I totally agree, yeah. It, yeah. We do um, – it's amazing what we manifest. I mean, you know, look at your lives. You've manifested that. You've created that. You've created your your world, your universe. Uh, and uh, we may not realize it, but it's all perfect. Yeah. From a certain perspective, it's, it's yeah. perfection. Mm-hmm. Sometimes from a lower perspective, when we're dealing with problems, it doesn't feel like perfection. Yeah. You know, our challenges are our teachers and our mistakes are how we learn. And so uh, sometimes people deal with issues or problems that are very difficult to resolve. It's just that uh, they're not thinking in quite the right way. Uh, But you can change the way that you think and see. Life can become uh, quite enchanting. And I think that uh, we need to... Uh, rediscover the wonder beauty the mir- miraculousness of our lives because it's too easy to live an entire lifetime on that hamster wheel
2: yes you yes. look up
1: one day and you, you're on your deathbed and you look yes. and, and say why didn't I do this or that and why did you realize that no. your stories that yeah. took so much of your attention were completely meaningless because everything and I, anyway. I, I want to
2: anyway. say, say before we jump into this other subject, because I know a lot of people also are very interested in that paranormal investigation work you do. However, I know I am, but I know a lot of people are, too. But I want to say on that note that um, I think for me, what changed my world when I hit my Saturn return between 28 and 30 years old, the most more uh, I've always found life to be extremely um Just alive, Uh, even as a child, I had a great imagination. Thank God. Um, I I believe it's a lifesaver for people, uh, meaning stress wise, meaning it's a beautiful escape. You know, I hate when schools tell kids, Oh, you got to pay attention. You shouldn't be daydreaming. I'm like, No, no, daydream, daydream. But um, I feel that when I learned much deeper and what everything you're sharing today about opening up that mind to understanding how those thoughts manifest in telepathy and going to get a reading and not being so critical about oh my gosh well you know they must have found something else out you know it's funny how people's minds go um i found life just became more richer when i understood deeper um, about past lives and reincarnation which we're not going to get into that heavily today I would love to another time because I want to have you back again and again and again. I don't do one time guests. I like my listeners to get to know my guests. Um, But I really do feel that you're right. There's so much that we if you really don't take a, a really more bigger picture of what's going on with your life and how valuable your life is with every single person you touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and the skills that we have intuitively and psychically and all this stuff that you're talking about, it really does change the whole picture. So I don't know if you want to respond or I just love the way you just, you know, kind of brought that out. Cause I do feel, I do feel a lot of people may go through life and feel, and I know everybody has different lifetimes of heaviness. I know because I chose one of those this time around, not that it's my only one. I've had many uh, chosen hard lifetimes, but I, I think there is value to what you're trying to share that you really do need to understand of what kind of other things are really happening around you that you may not even be really tuning into or being as aware, right?
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, some of our problems are just rather insurmountable. But, you know, uh, this uh, life of ours is a, an experience. It's not a final destination. I mean, this right. isn't home. It's more like going to school uh, and you're here to uh, learn your lessons and become a, a, a better person. If you think of uh, everybody as a bit of a diamond in the rough, um, the the lifetimes that we experience experience, uh, facet and create something beautiful out of that uh, diamond in the rough they Mm create it's a beautifully faceted uh precious stone and that's wisdom and that's the third eye that's the thing of uh, our spiritual awareness and when we realize that uh, you know there's so many very simple truths you know uh the way you treat uh, uh, others is really the way you treat yourself. I mean, if you're hard on yourself, chances are you'll be hard on other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And life is really quite simple. I mean, I've heard very successful people uh, say that it's really quite simple. You know, be good to people and, uh, you know, do good, be yourself, uh, you know, but it's kind of hard to be yourself.
2: I think that's all good, but I think, again, that, you know, and, and I think you get to different stages in one's life, hopefully. Uh, to me, that is the wisdom. But I feel like, you know, most people like myself might have grown up in extremely difficult early childhoods, and that's where the really, you know, that's where things really kind of uh, are difficult to shape, right? But I also wanted to say, too, that um, I feel that... Uh, I lost the thought. I was going to say it a minute ago, but it lost. It'll come back. But it had to do with that kind of stuff. I I do agree with you. It's simple, and yet it's, it's not. Oh, I know what I was going to say. It was all about basically soul growth. You know, for me, it's all about soul growth, which is what you're talking about with the lessons we're here to learn. It's all about soul growth. Because when you really get tired, when you really, really get tired of the struggle or the arguing or the fight or the, Whatever it is, I mean deep within your own soul and with other people. And I guess that's why I've always clung very deeply to John Lennon's song, Imagine, because the words in that song, which will last for another 100 years, I know, if not more, because the words in that song are so simple and so clear that really down deep in all of our souls, we really do want to get to some kind of what we call peace, whatever that may be. but hopefully we all can agree it would not include war it would not include people starving it would not include people beating each other you know I mean that's I you know, know that's yeah we, we've
1: we've got uh, we've got to realize we're all connected and we're all unified instead of separate you know we tend yeah. to separate one another from one another but you know we're all humanity we're all uh, a member of humanity which in itself is an evolution, uh, an organism that evolving in time as a mass, a mass uh, as a collective. Absolutely. And, um, but uh, you know, you asked me a little bit about how I got into this. So, you know, a friend of mine gave me a uh, a, a divination deck called the Schuster cards uh, and the book. And uh, I started going through those cards and learning that system and read that book a lot, Uh, you know, the pages fell out of the book. And after you kind of learn the basics of it, a good psychic doesn't just go by the book meaning of the cards. Mm-hmm. You lay out a, 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 a set of cards, whether they're tarot or any kind of divinatory uh, card system, right. you know, patterns in the, in the cards. So, you know, if all the cards uh, similar, or if they're looking at one another, or relating to the card next to it in a certain mm-hmm. way, it's mm-hmm. a major. It's amazing how much you can divine by uh, looking into the cards. You know, not oh, yeah. Cards, oh, yeah, But looking at at uh, into the cards, and it's amazing how it works. And if that works, maybe. Everything is similarly unified and connected and meaningful. We're just kind of not seeing it. Yes, yes. When you do see life from a higher perspective, and sometimes achieve that perspective naturally through meditation, or you'll just have a mystical experience, or a visitation from a loved one, or a very powerful dream Mm -hmm. that leave you alone you know you and you see life from a higher perspective you do see the perfection of our lives
2: no you do and i agree i think it's more what i know holds me back from time to time um i think for me the most powerful things that i work on or try to work on and don't always accomplish it but is you know the judgments i think that we all hold about ourselves and with other people i think that's one of the
1: see that's the big problem Mm -hmm. that's what makes life hard uh, being judged, judging yeah. others. Uh, if we could just uh, cancel judgment, I think mm-hmm. the world would be such a better place. Uh, we're all pretty much the same, uh, even though, you know, we've been indoctrinated by the society, the government uh, that within which we live. And my goodness, they do have us uh, tied into the matrix, I think, that you referred yeah. to uh, as once and uh, and when you unplug from the matrix, you do see that we're we're really all the same. I mean, yeah, it, yeah.
2: it doesn't really
1: matter um, whether you're Chinese or uh, American, yeah,
2: or, or what country, what country whatever, you come you know, from, yeah, yeah. Or
1: what religion you come from,
2: either.
1: Yes. We've got much more in common than we've got uh, yes. with our differences. Um, so, so the, uh, I, I learned uh, the psychic, uh, 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 my psychic ability started through the divination, you know, with the mm-hmm. with the cards, and right. then I, I discovered that uh, can do psychometry, which is uh, if you hold uh, an object, let's say someone key, someone's key, someone's yeah. wedding band, uh, you can uh, feel the energy, and once you connect with that energy. And once you get that person's energy, you can see almost anything you want to see uh, about that person or that situation. You know, there's so many ways that your psychic abilities can work.
2: I, I actually used to really was interested years ago in psychometry when I first got into the work. Um, I think that's yeah. fascinating, but oh, I yeah. find my, my more gift is uh, is photographs. Like I can, when, before I go to an appointment like I need to see a photograph of somebody. I can get a feeling, oh, usually so you,
1: you from read, a photograph. You, you, yeah, yeah, I do that too. I I read um, I read photographs too, and mm-hmm. you really uh, feel the energy coming off yes. yeah. of somebody. Or if it's a photograph of a building, you know, you can tell if it's haunted or.
2: Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, um, uh, we're gonna have to get into that discussion about the haunted thing. But I never thought about, and I used to, as a child be able to walk into people's homes, and I could feel whether or not it was a safe home or it was a violent home, or. But I, yeah, yeah. I, and I
1: think everyone has that ability, Sherry. I, yes. I don't think it's really a gift. It's kind of a gift for some people in the sense that. They are gifted with it. They, they've got great uh, psychic abilities and gifts. Or,
2: or it just comes more natural for them. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Exactly. But I think yeah. we all have it because we don't have all the information we need to make it through life. We have our intuition to fill mm-hmm. in gaps and yes. we've got ways of accessing information that we don't have access to at the moment. Yes. Yes. psychic and intuitive means. So, and
2: that's that's why I think I agree with you about you know I've never too, and I have said this over the years. You know, I separate that natural born gift of intuition, or for guys, I call it gut feeling because some guys aren't comfortable with the word intuition. Mm. Um, however, I separate that too. Like that's not a religion. That's your own natural being born into this universe and being a spirit. So it has nothing really to do with religion, meaning whatever you it, want to call yourself or it, assign yourself it, to. That is so is really, true.
1: We yeah. are our nature is spiritual.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we're not just a body mm-hmm. with a name and yeah. an identity. Yeah. You know, you're 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 existing on other levels of reality at the same time.
2: Yeah. So, now, um, that, that we'll have to get into on another show, because I'm really interested in that subject as well, multi planes of existence and dimension, mm-hmm. but I, I can go into many far places. So let's jump into a little bit of the paranormal investigation, how you got involved in that. And we've got about 10 more minutes.
1: Oh, sure. uh,
2: this has gone really quick, and I can't wait to have you on again.
1: It always goes so fast, doesn't it, Sherry? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But the paranormal investigating. When I started doing readings as a professional, started like charging for my services, and and people started calling me to help them. You mm-hmm. know, they would occasionally call me uh, because they were having a disturbance in their home, and so uh, I would go into the home and do a paranormal investigation. I would, of course, use my clairvoyance, my psychic abilities to sense what's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. And it would be an earthbound spirit that is just still there and uh, you have to if you're working as a psychic medium you've got to learn how to be able to uh, clear spirits or help them ascend all the way to heaven or to spirit afraid and and you kind of gently have to guide them into the light into yes so, uh it, it could be very easy uh, where you know you can walk into somebody's house And, you know, when I do an investigation, I pay attention to all the information I'm receiving days ahead of the visit to that location. As I'm driving there, I'm aware of any impressions that I'm receiving because you're going to be, you're already there. You know, Mm -hmm. your energy's already there. You're already getting information before you physically get there. And you're connecting with the spirits and, and, and the situation that's going on there. And sometimes it's very simple, but sometimes it's very complicated. I mean, um, there, there are definitely haunted houses. You know, you can walk into a place and just get the creeps. And they sometimes try to crawl inside of you. I mean, because they're, they're lost. They don't know where they are. If a spirit is earthbound, not always, but some some earthbound spirits are it, to them it's almost like running around in a sense state of panic in a dark fog you can't see anything you don't know where you are you don't know what's happening and all mm-hmm. well, they'll bump into a, a, a human being with a human body and they'll try to crawl into you because uh, they they feel like that might be a place for a safe place right Right. Then they, they can end up possessing you. And I don't think possession is rare at all. It happens.
2: I, I, I don't either. Fun. I can't think you're saying that. You know, yeah, I've heard it, that it, years, it, I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I don't it, see
1: it's that. so common. And I yeah. think it's really important for for psychologists and people that people go to for help with emotional and psychological issues mm-hmm. to have some um, awareness of the paranormal because uh, the person's problems could not uh, they could be more than just emotional or psychological they could be spiritual there could be an attachment uh that is uh messing with their lives or creating bad luck or creating relationship problems that is not uncommon i mean i've been possessed several times in my life and mm-hmm. I've been aware of it. Uh, And uh, uh, my goodness, I remember one time I just sat down to meditate, and it was after visiting a haunted location, uh, and I was a little tired. You should never do paranormal investigating when you're tired or ill, because you become possessed and and bring an attachment home with you. Uh, But I closed my eyes, Sherry, and what I was seeing were, were not my memories. I saw when that spirit actually died on the physical plane, and it was in Germany in World War II. Oh wow! He had attached to 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 people from that date. From he went from person to person when they died. He attached to another person, and he then tried tried to attach to me, and I saw that he had been attached to. Somebody who was handicapped and the person that lived in that building said, well, my goodness, somebody that was handicapped just died two weeks ago. So spirit couldn't possess them anymore. He had to find another body to possess to keep living.
2: And, and, and you know, Victor, to um, move on. Yeah. And and, and again, I, I, you know, for me, unfortunately, this this hour is like. Way too short. I mean, I wish this was a three hour show right now. But I I am so on board with everything you're saying, and because a lot of my listening audience do know from talks that I've had on the show that I've had experiences, which is interesting that you're saying, which of course psychiatrists and psychologists, you know, at some point, and some of them are getting on board because of everything breaking open in the last 20 years, since the year 2000, never have we had all this information in on TV, the radio, psychic stuff, everywhere, all kinds of healing. It's just changed dramatically, I noticed, after the year 2000. But I think for, you know, another show I'd like to get into, because some people probably try to figure out, Like, how does that even happen? I get it. (laughs) I've been researching it for a long time. Oh, you mean possession? Yeah. Like, how does, like, my other question, maybe some people who might listen might say, well, even if we're not, we're not doing possession, but even if somebody's doing a a contact with somebody on the the other side, how do you know when it's something you're experiencing and something when it's somebody else's, it's somebody else's? So,
1: yes. Well, you know, one way of, of thinking about ourselves, and this is, kind of perhaps an odd way of thinking about it but you know if you're a coral reef you're going to have other life forms around you and so biologically
2: Uh
1: what we are isn't even human I mean the majority of what we are is bacteria and uh, other creatures that are without them we can't digest food we can't Our bodily functions simply will not function. You know, so on a biological level, we are homes to other life forms, and the same principle takes place spiritually. But if you are possessed or have an attachment, you're going to feel like something's a little off. Your eyes might be glazed over. You might be in a fog. You might uh, experience relationship difficulties. For example, let's, uh, let's say you're married and you're, let's say you're a man who's married and you become possessed by a female spirit, your relationship with your wife might change
2: mm-hmm.
1: from, from the gender uh, aspect of it. And, and, uh, but if you do have possession or an attachment, help is available. You can get help. And if you don't have access to a psychic, go, go to uh, a mirror and stare at yourself until that attached entity see it leave,
2: mm-hmm. you know, or you'll
1: see it, and you need to right. to leave, and you can be clear. So you know, a lot of psychological and emotional problems are actually paranormal. Oh no,
2: no, 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 no! I, I, you know, when I realized that about my own life, which you know is amazing, because literally, just in 2016 is when things really started changing for me, and and realizing, oh, my God, being attacked by anything dark, whether you want to call it earthbound spirit, demonic, it doesn't matter, and mental illness are so similar. It's unbelievable. And I'll tell you some of the things I noticed when I would go out in left field, which is what we called it in my family, and it's very open in my family. We've joked about it. I mean, we are totally like an open book because I've had so many. When I would go out in left field, meaning going to another world, Sometimes I would be doing situations that weren't uh weren't good at all for me or, or other people. Meaning a little dangerous because I would go out. I found that a lot of times I would like lose weight. Literally lose weight and pretty quickly over a short amount of time. And when I started watching the Dead Files show, which I believe is one of the best educational shows on I it, love I love that show. I I think Obviously, she's great. Yeah, it is the best between her and Steve. is incredible. I learned, oh my gosh, if you do get taken over or attachment, as you say, that kind of stuff can happen where you you stop eating, you stop sleeping, and and it's so hard. I think for people to understand how that really can be. I, I totally get it, but yeah, I can't how I did not know as much about that until 2016, meaning how much the two of them look so much alike.
1: Oh, yeah. Know? And then when you look at the phenomenon of multiple personality disorder. yeah. Oh my God! A dissociative personality disorder yes. now yes. Uh, one body can have multiple personalities are uh, inside and some of those personalities might need to wear glasses and some yes. di-
2: and sometimes some I've, some I've studied that for about 10 years yeah, some might be family.
1: diabetic while yes. the others aren't it's the same yes.
2: body yes but
1: it's the different personalities are really very very different
2: Right. And the idea of that and someday I'm working on doing a uh, doing a um, like a workshop on seeing the difference. Maybe I'll do it with you. I would love to do it. Have a workshop with you. But show the differences between kind of what mental illness is, kind of what the attachments are and being possessed and multiple personality, because multiple personality is a little bit different than anything else. It's not a mental illness. Multiple personality is directly from abuse that occurred, usually early in childhood. and usually has to be often. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot about you know these subjects, and I thought it would be really great to see. And them. Sherry,
1: think of your concept of imagination. Isn't mm-hmm. how that person survived?
2: Oh, no doubt. Well, that's what it, it is. It created
1: another personality. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they I mean, could detach no from the trauma that they no were. No doubt.
2: No doubt. Well, that, that is that is what happens. I mean, that, anybody that understands the the di I think
1: I think we are so mysterious and so mm-hmm. fascinating, and I never get tired of learning about uh, either about what it is to be human and what can mm-hmm. be through the human experience. It's, yes, it's endlessly fascinating.
2: No, I agree with you. And you know, I'm going to start closing it down because we've only got about another four or five minutes. Um, Again, I'm so excited to speak with you, and I can't wait to have this conversation again. Um, This will, by the way, and I didn't share this, I'm just going to tell you now, this will also air in Florida, Victor. I had a radio show before I did this online show, so actually this will play on the radio in Southwest Florida area where I was from, and it'll be on people's radios in their home and in their cars on the radio, but it won't be broad. It's only a couple towns, like three, four towns. Oh, that's so, exciting. Yeah, it's, yes. it's, yeah, it's really kind of neat. So I'm glad my Florida people are going to be able to hear this. They won't see us, but they'll be able to hear the show. So I do want to have you back again. I want you to give, again, I know Tiffany had your website up a little bit earlier, and she can put that back up again. So that way people can reach you. is there anything you want to share for these last few minutes of anything coming up or anything you just want to give us a, and we're going to do this again. So this is never a one time for me. Uh, you know, okay. Sure, yeah.
1: Well, first of all, uh, if people want to uh, see um, two interviews, I did, I'm on uh, Amazon prime video right now. Uh, you can get on Amazon prime. It's obviously a stream. It's like Netflix. It's like a streaming service. There's a, a channel called Gaia G A I A Gaia TV. Mm-hmm. Beyond Belief, hosted by George Norrie, and I have two episodes on Beyond Belief. It's in uh, Season 2, Episodes 11 and 13. In one, I'm talking about Life After Death, uh, Mm -hmm. the show about spirit and and death and mediumship. And then the other one is called Dark Forces of the Psychic Realm, about some of the negative aspects of metaphysics and spirituality some of the negative things uh paranormal investigators might run into or experience
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that very real and and uh so you can learn more just by watching those shows Mm -hmm. i'm doing a class on dark uh, forces of the psychic realm. It's going to be an exploration of light and dark. You know, light Oh,
2: I wouldn't be in energies. that one. You let me know. And
1: that, yeah, and that's going to be May 18th. And you can register on uh, greatconjunction.org. I'm writing it down. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Yeah, so it's a great conjunction. Look for great conjunction, and uh, you can uh, register. Okay,
2: actually, Tiffany, just put that up in the comments there, Victor. Oh, there we go, yeah. Yeah, Tiffany's really, like, love this, her abilities to just – so I also want to say, Victor, um, I know um, what I want to do is if maybe another show that you come back on. We have uh, another topic of any of this that maybe we can – I I like to keep exploring because I think there's for me, there's just not enough of this information about those specific things we just spoke about. I just don't think there's enough in my opinion. Um, And number two, I do want to share really briefly. I had a wonderful reading with Victor a few days back. And what amazed me was a couple things about your reading. Um, it was, to me, the way that you literally, within minutes, once you got tuned in, were able to just start picking up things. You picked up about my grandfather, which was really, really uh, interesting to me because I've had a lot of readings. And there's only a few times he comes up, which I'm not surprised. He was always a little bit more of a quiet man, but very, very sweet. I always really loved my grandfather. And so when you brought him through, you described what he looked like, you described Something that, you know, many nights when I go to sleep, I was feeling like something around my, my head and I always get a little nervous. Like, you know, is this a positive energy or not? <laughs> and you mentioned how it was often my grandfather just kind of uh, comforting me or just kind of being around me. So that that was really nice to know. But there was so many other things you touched on having to do with my life, having to do with some relationships that I've been in that some were really not healthy. And I, I, I can't get over the extensive amount of information that you provided that I really felt deeply. I could identify every time, like you spoke about certain things, I could identify it. And I love the way that when I said to you, Oh, was it this person you could tune in by their name and you could say, no, you didn't feel that that's who it was. And then we figured out who it was. Mm -hmm. I, I really cherish that kind of, uh, ability to really be tuned in that way. And the other thing I enjoyed about you, most people know of my friends and other people that I do do a lot of talking. I have actually a little bit of a nervous condition. I'm very well aware of it. And it does show up in my astrology chart. So one of these days I want to ask about what you feel is the difference between getting an astrology reading and a tarot reading. However, my talking, you kindly a few times kind of jumped in and I actually appreciate that because I thought many readings like that I talk too much and I don't get as much information that I really wanted. Yeah, so but I really it's, appreciated it's, you kind of like coming in and taking over in a way. So yeah, I would thank get, you. Yeah. yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's, uh, it, it, I, I know some people, when they're nervous or whatever, they talk, and other people get quiet. So everybody deals with uh, uh, situations differently, and and part of being a psychic is to have the people skills to be able to bring them back into uh, focus on the topic at hand. Uh,
2: yeah, well, mine's not nervous in a nice way. Mine's not nervous with getting readings. That's my issue. Is just it's really a part of my uh, personality. I yeah, it's something. And you've like, got
1: a radio show, so that's perfect,
2: right? <laughs> it, it teaches me how to be quiet so somebody else can talk. So that's good. But no, I, I just can't thank you enough. And I feel blessed. As a matter of fact, I want everybody to know the way I found you was I saw you on a paranormal conference show. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I think I want to connect with him. So I want to thank you again for being on our show. And if it's okay with you, I'd love to bring you back at another time, whenever you're ready. I um, would love
1: that. Yeah. And that is very sweet of you to say all that uh, about the reading and, and, uh, I'm glad you got a lot out of it. And, uh, uh, it can be very life-changing. Uh, some readings are, are really uh, very profoundly life-changing. Yes. That I've had have helped me and uh, opened my mind in such profound ways. It's been so helpful. I mean, they really you- completely- change your life
2: you really really do you you understand the value of it because when it really hits home to what it is that's being shared and like you said earlier which I wanted to touch on and I'm I'm not going to go into it but when you said all of us can feel that truth we resonate with something you know it's got to be real right you know it's got to be real because you can feel it it's so deep in our in our soul so next time we come on maybe if it's okay with you we might take a couple of. Um, You know, a few very brief questions from the audience and see if you know you can touch it with a few just here and there. Oh, would sure. that be okay? Just short, little... it. yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Victor. And I will, um guess, I'll talk to you next time we talk.
1: Okay, Sherry, it was uh, thank you for having me on. I enjoyed uh, this hour with you. Thank you.
2: Well, I feel like there's so much more I, I need to get in there because I feel like you have this this vast amount of. Not only knowledge, I'm really big on wisdom. <laughs> I think knowledge is great, but I think sometimes we're way over with knowledge. Um, wisdom, to me, is really where it's at. So I thank appreciate you. you. So thank you. Thank you me. so
1: much, Sherry. We'll see you next time.
2: Okay, we'll talk again. Take care, Victor. So there we have um, another great uh, guest that I truly enjoy um, understanding more and more about this world that we live in. And I guess for me it's always about what is it the most that I feel can help direct me wherever I'm at in life, in whatever stage of life that I am in, and how does that um, help me, you know, grow as an uh, individual and with other people that come into my life and that are part of my life. Um, that's always one of those interesting uh topics about how we all are here to try to learn to, to live together and, and be in this world together. So I want to thank you all for being here this week, and we will be back again next week with another interesting uh, guest. Um, she is also in the spiritual realm of work, um, and we'll we'll keep um, seeing what we can understand about why, why we're all getting up every day and doing what we're doing. So thank you for joining us. And as always, follow the path so divine for you, designed for you. Take care.
1: This month's broadcasting is sponsored by ICU doctor Lauren Love. ICU nurses, technicians, and staff in the Boston area hospitals.